You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am glad to have you here today. (laughs) I have a big ask, actually, before we jump into the episode, that I would like to ask if you listen to this podcast, if you enjoy this podcast, if you get something out of this every week, if you have had any changes, anything like that, like positive changes in your life because of this podcast, if it has helped you in any way, if you would please go leave a review on iTunes. Just tell tell me what you love about it. Anything like that. Because whenever we have reviews on podcasts, it does something in the magical algorithm of the world and helps other special needs moms find this podcast as well. It will actually show it to them as like a suggestion. And so if you would do that, I would so, so appreciate it. I would just say a big thank you up front. And yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> so I want to jump into the episode today because I want to talk about a concept that I kind of use in my own life and something that I have kind of gotten from my previous corporate life, pre-coach days. And actually, it was something that was kind of touches on like what introduced me to thought work and mindset and all of that at all those manager, you know, leadership conferences that I went to and all of the, you know. (laughs) And that is just this concept of being a boss versus a leader, but in motherhood, kind of transferring that idea and that concept to our roles as moms. So back in my early sales management days, right, I was brand new to leadership. I didn't have a lot of great leadership skills, (laughs) kind of sucked at it, (laughs) because I only knew, like about leadership, the only things I knew is what had been mirrored to me by my bosses up to that point at different jobs. I had just graduated college. So, you know, I'd worked at like little things like a little bakery and a golf course, things like that, right? I did not have great examples, um, to say the least, on what a good boss or a good leader looks like. I just had, okay, this is what they do. This is how a leader, you know, a manager runs their team. (laughs) But, you know, as time went on in my job and in my career, And since I worked for a major corporation, I got the opportunity to learn a lot about leadership skills and what makes an effective leader, right? Like I said, I went to those manager leadership conferences. I read books on leadership. We had a lot of trainings on it. And I really started to dissect what made someone a good manager. Because I knew that like if I wanted to be successful in my career, I had to create a good team environment. That was imperative. Your team environment and your team culture was what allowed the sales to be there, right? And that was my whole thing was bring in the money, bring in the sales, right? Help more people. And so I learned how to be a leader for my team instead of just being a boss of my team. And what I didn't know at the time was how it would actually impact me and my personal, I guess you will say like wellness, my personal just mentality, happiness, you know, and the more and more I developed those leadership skills, the happier I was becoming in my job. And that I at one point before that had actually hated 
I hated my job. I would say I was on the point of burnout in my own job. But developing those leadership skills is something that actually helped me get out of that state. So what does that have to do with being a mom, right? Like, what? I'm talking a lot of corporate. You're like, did I start the wrong podcast this week? What's going on? <laughs> well, as moms, I think we can all kind of agree here. We are kind of like the managers, at least co-managers with your spouse of our families and households. And especially us special needs moms, because we have this whole other like full-time job of managing our child's care, right? Like a coordinator, and, you know, you and your spouse, you might share these responsibilities, but as managers of the household, we have to keep track of finances. We have to plan and delegate things like chores and appointments, all that good stuff, right? We help resolve conflict within the family. I don't know if you, if you have two kids that fight and are at each other all the time. That is conflict management. <laughs> but all of these things are very similar to the role of a manager or a supervisor of a team. And our leadership style affects not only us, but the entire household. Just like in a job, the leader's style of leadership affects not only them, but the entire team, right? It affects the productivity of the team. It affects the mood of everyone on that team. It affects, and in our family, the family culture, just like the team culture or the job culture, right? That team environment. And in a lot of, you know, the education you'll see on leadership skills, uh, you'll hear about this concept of like that, that boss versus a leader and what the difference is between the two, right? So a boss, just kind of give you a rundown in case you don't have a corporate background like me. <laughs> a boss is someone who tells people what to do and how to do it right? They have a very like hierarchical sense about them. Like they are up here, everyone else is kind of below them, right? And they report to the boss. Bosses aren't exactly collaborative and they don't have, you know, they don't have a great sense of how to share ideas, right? Or take information from others and consider it. It's kind of my way or the highway if you have a boss mentality, right? They do what they are told. And as moms, we do what we're told by society that they should be doing instead of following their own guts or their own instincts and trusting themselves. Bosses tend to take on all the stress. Like it is solely on their shoulders to make the team successful. Everything is on them, right? They don't enjoy their jobs because they're overwhelmed. They don't ask for help. They don't try new things. They don't have an open mind to different ways of doing things. And they use things like discipline and punishments when someone does something that they didn't want them to do. And on the flip side, a leader looks very different. So a leader doesn't see a hierarchical sense within the family or the team, right? It's not i I'm up here and everyone else is below me. And I don't mean that like, oh, my kids are below me. No, I just mean like they report to me and I am their boss and I tell them what to do, right? It's kind of that mentality. A leader is like, hey, my kids are people. They're humans with human needs just like me. We are all on the same page. We're all on the same team, right? It feels very different. And if you've never been in a leadership role, you may not have experienced this shift, but maybe you have experienced these different types of leadership styles on someone that you reported to. The leader is, like I said, they're open-minded and they're collaborative. They want ideas from the team, uh, you know, and they want, it's kind of like a everyone 
puts in their two cents and we do what's best for the team, not what's just best for me as the person in charge, right? A leader follows their own guts and their own instincts, even if it means doing things unconventionally. A leader doesn't feel like all this stress and that responsibility of the team is on their shoulders. No, it's a shared responsibility. It's everyone's team. Leaders motivate, they coach, and they inspire their teams instead of that discipline and punishments. And leaders, it's a really big one, look for the why behind their team's decisions or actions. And in motherhood, a leader looks for the why behind their child's actions, behaviors, decisions, things like that. And child also spouse. <laughs> the manager supervisor is the person who sets the temperature for the entire team. The mom is the person that sets the temperature for the entire household. If you've ever had a boss that is constantly overwhelmed, they're constantly freaked out, just stressed out all the time, the sky is falling, then you can probably attest that that trickles down to the entire team feeling that way, right? I know I've experienced it. <laughs> it's not a great feeling. If you've had a boss that does that, the whole team kind of almost like inherits that feeling. But if you've also ever had a boss that exudes calm, confidence, and just the sense that oh, it's all going to work out, we're all going to make it through this, it's not life or death, then the whole team is going to be more relaxed and happier, calmer, and therefore more productive. And the same goes for family. Us as the moms, we determine the temperature of the household. <laughs> Is nothing is more detrimental to productivity, and I, I mean, this is so true, corporate and household, than freaking out and feeling overwhelmed because it stops productivity. It makes us clam up. It makes us not be able to put our time and energy where it matters most because we feel like everything matters all at the same time just as much. It's all panic. <laughs> and as moms, right, the same is true. It's not just in the corporate world. If we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out all the time, the entire family is going to feel that. Our kids will feel it. Our spouses feel it. And I'm almost positive that our pets will feel it. <laughs> and as a mom, it can be easy to think that it is our jobs to be the boss of our kids and our household. And this is not a conversation about division of labor. We're not going to get into that. Call it co-boss if you want here, right? That's just for a different time, different day. <laughs> but we tell our people, our family, what to do, when to do, how to do it, right? A lot of moms stress. We put all the pressure on ourselves. We think that all the results, like our family's happiness, is our sole responsibility. And back in my manager life, when I was leading from that boss mentality, I wasn't having like any fun. Like I said, I hated my job. I really felt like all the actions of my employees were my responsibility. And I did not get along with my employees, right? We did not have a great relationship. I had a lot of resentment towards them because if one of them messed up or didn't do what I wanted them to do, I got mad. I took it personally. It was stressful. It was a lot of frustration. I was constantly frustrated. And that same pattern can show up in motherhood, especially when it comes to like our kids acting out or having behaviors. So just like an employee not doing what I want them to do, right? If you're in that mom-boss mode, you might have the desire to control their actions, to change them. And we take those behaviors personally like it's being done to us. 
instead of just something that they are doing that is outside of us, right? It's very personal. And the same goes for, you know, something like your spouse may do. Like maybe they didn't do something that you asked them to do. Like, hey, will you pick up or, we, you know, pick up the living room, whatever it is. <laughs> and if your brain is in that mom boss mode, you might take, like, if they didn't do that, next morning you wake up, didn't get done, you might take that to mean that they didn't do that task because they don't respect you, because they don't care. Your brain's going to come up with all these different reasons, right, of why they didn't do it that has to do with you, right? When in reality, it could be because they were upset or preoccupied about something and just forgot. It had nothing to do with you. Because when we have our mom leader hats on, we are more compassionate and open-minded. We don't make it about us when somebody has behaviors. We ask questions, usually to ourselves, right? Maybe think like, okay, what else could be true here? Why else could he maybe have forgot to pick up the living room? What else could have been going on for him? Maybe just asking your spouse that. Hey, I asked you to pick up the living room. What's going on? I don't see what didn't get done. You know, from a very kind and compassionate sense versus why did you not pick up the living room? Why do you not respect me? Why do you not care about us? <laughs> it feels very different, doesn't it? And we have that mom leader hat on. We are able to consider the needs or the meaning behind our family members' behaviors. Because say, I don't know if you've ever heard this or not, but... Every behavior is just an unmet need. So really what that is in regards to is like if your child is acting out, if your child has a lot of meltdowns, temper tantrums, you know, hitting, kicking, things like that. I say that every behavior is just has an unmet need behind it. Um, you know, usually for us and me personally, it's because I'm hungry. If I am angry and getting snappy, it's because I'm hungry and I need some food. <laughs> it's really that simple a lot of times. <laughs> But when we have that mom boss hat on, we can't see those underlying needs because we take it to mean something about us. And we have that mom boss hat on, not our leadership hat on. We also look to an invisible rule book of sorts on how things should be done in a household instead of considering our family's unique needs. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that your family has a lot of unique needs. Even from one special needs family to the next, the needs are different. I promise you. And it can really hinder the, I don't have a better word for this, but success, I guess, <laughs> of your family if you just follow those unspoken rules of how things should be done. So, you know, I said earlier, I was, I was recently on a grown-ups only vacation, right, with my husband, and I saw a lot of families using screens, like iPads, phones, whatever, to occupy their little children in restaurants. And it made me think about how, you know, a few years ago, I maybe, most likely, would have judged those parents for that. Like, oh, I can't believe they're letting their kids be on an iPad in this restaurant. Like, they need to be having family time. Like, this is just disgraceful. <laughs> awful, right? But now, if that's you, like, listen, just have an open mind here. Because now I'm like, you go family, good job for doing what you need to do in order for everyone to have a good time, not just kids, right? <laughs> Those parents needed a break. Those kids may have needed a sensory break. They needed to regulate with the screen maybe even, because that can happen. And a lot of kids that have, that are, you know, neurotypical or not neurotypical, 
sorry, neurodivergent, not neurotypical. (laughs) You know, but a mom boss would just blindly follow the societal rules of what we should and shouldn't do, you know, right? Oh, can't allow too much screen time. That's bad. Nope, we can't have screens at the restaurant. That's bad, right? Versus a mom leader says, hey, I need, my kids need a break. They need this to be able to regulate. My kids aren't able to sit here for an hour quietly, you know, with their hands in their lap. And we're not able to have a, you know, conversation, me and my spouse, without my kid interrupting and freaking out and crying, whatever, right? Long day, end of a long day. A mom leader says, I'm going to do what we all need to do. What's going to help us all get through this? And that's what they do, right? Even if it's unconventional, even if it goes against everything that everyone says should be done, right? But when we are parenting with that leader hat on, we are better able to help our kids be successful because we are able to problem solve. We are able to collaborate. We are able to get with them as a team and say, what can we do to all be successful as a family, right? And just like in the corporate world, leading gets more results. Leading builds relationships. Leading feels better. <laughs> it makes life easier for everyone on the team. It makes it more fun. So moral of the story of this whole podcast is ask yourself, how can I be a mom leader? Don't be a mom boss. Be a mom leader of your family. All right, guys. I hope you have a great day, and I will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com and I'll see you next week. Thank you.